0: Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. One of the more bullish guests we've had on the show lately was running through a litany of reasons the other day as to why he thought stocks would do reasonably well in the near term. Towards the end, almost in passing, he said, Plus, we think the move in rates has basically run its course. Wait, I said, you think rates have peaked? I doubt we'll go a lot higher from here, he said, or something to that effect. I brought this up with Michael Darda, the strategist at MKM Partners, a little later on. Do you think rates have peaked, I asked him. I would never want to call the move in rates, he cautioned, but I wouldn't take that bet. And his instincts have since proven correct. That day in late April, the 10-year Treasury was trading around 2.8%. This morning, less than two weeks later, it hit over 3.2%. Now, you could still argue in the grand scheme of things, that's not a huge move. But if you zoom out, the more than doubling in rates just since the start of the year has turned into one of the fastest, deepest bond market sell-offs in history. We are all conditioned by the last expansion to buy the dips, so to speak, in the bond market. I remember sitting at a CNBC CFO council dinner six or seven years ago, where basically every participant thought the 10-year yield would go over 3% by the end of that year, only for it to remain at a moribund sub-2% level once again. Once we finally adjusted to that reality, of course this time is different. Now it feels like every time we have a big move higher in rates, everyone goes, yeah, yeah, the next move is definitely back down. We've probably just put in the highs for the year, only to be proven wrong within days, if not hours. And why on earth would the 10-year yield be below 3% if the Fed is jacking up its overnight lending rate to nearly 3% by the end of the year? The knee-jerk answer is if a recession hits. But would the recession even be enough to wipe out inflationary pressures? Would it be deep enough to resolve global supply chain shortages, rebalance the labor market, keep service sector prices from rising? It's going to take a pretty deep recession to achieve that at this point, which is exactly why markets are throwing a tantrum that the Fed isn't tightening more right now. The more you slow momentum now, the less you need to throw on the brakes later, as Bank of America's Ethan Harris warned last week. Chair Powell, you're no Paul Volcker, wrote frustrated strategist Komal Shri Kumar to his clients over the weekend. The Fed has an opportunity, with tons of speeches on the docket this week, to test the waters of a much more hawkish policy. The Richmond Fed's Thomas Barkin late Friday actually said he wouldn't rule out a 75 basis point hike this year, but he's not a voting member. Nor is the Atlanta Fed's Raphael Bostic, but he set the tone this morning anyhow by saying he wasn't in favor of larger than half point hikes. Which brings me to the front page piece in the Wall Street Journal today. Some hospitals grappling with rising nurse salaries are seeking to raise prices by up to 15%, it reads, compared with the typical 4 to 6% increases. Insurers are pushing back, but nurse salaries have surged by 9% already and the shortage is unlikely to be resolved anytime soon. The issue was spotlighted a few weeks ago when shares of HCA, one of the biggest U.S. hospital chains, slumped 22 percent after they cut guidance on higher than expected labor costs. Goldman economists had warned about this very issue way back in March, noting that core service categories like healthcare specifically could be the next part of the inflation basket to heat up because of labor shortages. Keep this in mind, especially this week, with the key CPI and PPI reports being released. It doesn't matter if they show whether inflation has or hasn't peaked. That's not the issue when it comes to rates in the Fed. It would be like arguing over the size of waves when the entire sea level is rising. Not only are key goods prices like oil and gasoline still uncomfortably close to record highs, but service prices are the next shoe to drop or rise, if you will. We haven't even really begun to see the effects that the super tight labor market is going to have on prices across these vast swaths of the economy. And if the Fed keeps talking about a soft landing as opposed to doing whatever it takes on inflation, the markets will keep treating Powell like a dove in hawk's clothing. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and you can always catch the show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then.